Adam here from Next Level Radio, and this is our interview with Selena Jade from CW's Arrow. Selena was nice enough to call us all the way from Hong Kong, a full 12 hours ahead of our time. She was a great pleasure to talk to. We'd like to give her a big thank you for coming on the program with us. Make sure you follow her on Twitter and Instagram. Both of the tags are at Selena Jade. You can check out our website, selenajade.com, and you can watch her on the CW's Arrow Wednesdays, 8, 7 central. Make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube, Next Level Radio. And you can go to our website, nextlevelradioonline.com. There you'll find links to all our shows and interviews like this one. You'll also find links to our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash nextlevelradioonline, and our Twitter, at nxtlevelradio. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you keep your eye out for more interviews and shows from Next Level Radio. All right. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another guest spotlight here on Next Level Radio. I am Ben Beck, joined as always by my co-host, Adam Gorey. And tonight, you are in for a treat. Our guest, uh, our guest tonight, you, you can't even really call her a triple threat. She's more like a quadruple threat. Uh, she's an actress, a singer-songwriter, a model, and a martial artist. She can be seen on Arrow every Wednesday night on the CW Network, 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock Central. Please welcome to the show the superbly talented Selena Jade. Selena, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Hello from Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, I, we were going to say good evening, but I don't even think we can say that because it's like 9 a.m. where you are right now, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, now, do, do you live in Hong Kong currently or are you just there visiting right now? I live in Hong Kong. Um, this is where I was born, and I grew up here. And um, but I work in Vancouver, where Arrow shot. <laughs> so I fly back and forth. So you're there for for a little while right now, while the show is on break. Yep, we're on hiatus. So I'm here um, for a little bit. Although next week I'm flying to London for um, well to Milton Keynes in the UK for Collector Mania, kind of like a Comic Con thing. And mm-hmm. then I'll be in Florida in July. Oh, at Ten Film Festival too. So. Oh, wow. So I'm just flying around a little here and there <laughs> to promote the show as well as a new movie that I did in Bangkok recently. Yeah. You ever make your way to the Philadelphia area? Um, you know what? I was there um, last Christmas uh, with family, but I was just, I, I, I went down for a day or so, I think, because my family live in Rhode Island. So I was in Rhode Island for a little bit, New Jersey for a little bit, Philadelphia for a little bit, and New York for a little bit. <laughs> Very cool. Um, now, yeah. when I, let's I love the East Coast. <laughs> let's talk uh, a little bit before we get into Arrow. Let's talk a little bit about um, your film career. You were only about uh, I think twenty two or twenty three, somewhere around there, when you got the lead role for Legendary Assassin. What was it like uh, to be the lead in a film in a film like that at such a young age? Um, honestly, I, I really never quite expected to get a lead role at such a young age. I, I never even really expected to get into acting. Um, at the time, I had signed a record label, a record contract in, in Hong Kong, and my manager asked me if I wanted to audition for this kung fu flick. And he said, well, because you fight, right? And I was like, yeah. And <laughs> he was like, well, go ahead, audition for it. The chances of you getting it are almost next to nothing. Um, but go for it anyway. So I did. And when they called me and said that I'd gotten the role, I was 
actually more scared than anything. <laughs> because, because for one, I, I wasn't very confident about my own acting skills. And two, I knew that if I didn't do very well, this was forever going to be on the Internet and for people's <laughs> access. Um, so it was, it was pretty nerve-wracking. But, you know, as soon as I got it, I quickly went and started, you know, taking regular training in martial arts. I trained for three months, I think six days a week and um, did acting classes and basically threw myself into the deep end and hoped and prayed that I would swim. <laughs> well, you, you must have done something, right? Because not only have you done that, uh, a few years ago you are also uh, in the movie The Man with the Iron Fists. Uh, what are some of the differences, you know, being involved in American films su- such as that uh, compared to, like, a, a Chinese film like Legendary Assassin, other than obviously, you know, the language? Um, the language, obviously, culturally, it's very different acting in a uh, in a Chinese film um, versus an American film because my characters have to think in a more culturally Chinese specific way in a okay. Chinese film. Um, for example, you know, I remember for Legendary Assassin, there was a scene where my character, I play a policewoman who kind of falls in love with this assassin, uh, and. I see him showering in the shower, and I'm supposed to pass him a towel. And when I checked him out, the director said, cut. And I was like, oh, what? What did I do wrong? He goes, you're Chinese. You don't check him out. I was like, what? He's like half naked. How can I not check him out? <laughs> so, you know, I can't, I can't think of the American-specific, like, cultural thinking kind of way. So that's different. Um, and also the stunts and the fighting is is really intense. I mean, Hong Kong has been known for Kung Fu and martial art movies for many years now, since the Shaw brother days. And it's, um, you know, you really do all of your own stunts and you kind of put yourself in the line. You don't, the safety is just not as pretty or comfortable as, as you would get on an American production. But, I mean, both are fun. It's a great experience. I think that, you know, once you do Chinese films, you're, you're kind of, you're not, too spoiled to do American films. Yeah, I was going to say something. I mean? I mean, Whereas okay. if you did American films and you went to Chinese films, you'd probably be freaking out. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like, um, you know, American films are easy as far as stunts go compared to Chinese films. That's what it sounds like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Easier anyway. Yeah, in the, in the Man with the Iron Fist, um, Byron Mann, who plays Yao Fei on Arrow, was also in that movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty funny when I got Arrow. I, I um, called a Byron and I was like, "Hey, what's up, Daddy?" And he goes, "Why? What's going on?" I'm like, "Well, you're gonna be my Daddy in Arrow." And he goes, "What?" <laughs> He's like, "That's just weird because we've been we've been walking red carpets and stuff in in Asia, especially um, together, um, promoting Men with the Iron Fist." So it was kind of weird that he was playing my dad after being my date on the red carpet. <laughs> Yeah, really. Um, well, for those uh, who are listening who are unfamiliar with Arrow, um, tell us a little bit about you know the show itself and your character, Shadow. Um, sure. Well, basically, Arrow is a um, TV show on the CW. It's based on the comic books, the DC comics, um, Green Arrow. And um, Shadow is um, Green Arrow's sensei and love interest on the island. And she's the one who basically trained him and believed in him to kind of maximize his potential and learn how to fight and be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a pretty cool role. It's yeah, fun. very cool. 
Yeah, um, Adam and I are both huge fans of the show. We we watch religiously every week, and and we and we don't want to spoil anything for anybody who's listening who may not be caught up uh, um, and may be behind. But it's kind of difficult at this point, so we, we apologize to our listeners ahead of time for anything we might spoil. Um, obviously, with the next question, it, it's a pretty decent spoiler. But your character, unfortunately. Uh, was killed off earlier in this season, but it it's been far from the last time we've seen the character of Shadow. Did you find it discouraging, like if you read the script and you found out that Shadow was was being killed off in the show? Um, actually, I I think it was a it was a great honor to be like a really central character to um, the storyline because if it weren't for Shadow's death, um, Slade and Oliver wouldn't become these huge arch enemies. And as an actress, the fact that I get to play Slade's evil subconsciousness <laughs> is, um, is really cool because Shadow, in Oliver's memory, is, is you know, a, a, a nice and um, she's like a fair person and she, she has a, she's very, um, crap, why am I thinking in Chinese? <laughs> Sorry. Um, she's, she's, yeah, she's like the good guy, you know. Whereas when when sh- when Shadow is played by Slade, you know, when she's Slade's evil subconscious, I get to play a very, very, very different side of her, which is Slade's memory of her, which right. also kind of in- encompasses some of Slade's characteristics and thinking patterns. So, um, so I think it's cool. I mean, yeah, it is sad that she died. Um, the fans have been really cool. They've been tweeting um, on Twitter, "Bring back Shadow," and I think. <laughs> You know, writers really have kind of heard their their voices, and and um, even though Shadow's dead, she's the longest living dead person right now in television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's like you said, we we still see her in in uh, Slade's subconscious, so we haven't seen the end of Shadow, even though she she was killed off in the show. And obviously, being as big fans as we are of the show, we don't want you to spoil anything for for us when it comes to the finale. Uh, but are we going to continue to see Shadow through the rest of the season, possibly even into the next season? Um, well, I can't tell you about next season or the finale, so I don't really know how to. Okay, no, that's that's <laughs> fine. We just, but, we but just we just if you do a little bit of investigative work on um, Stephen's Twitter about the finale, then you might find out. You know, you can probably make a pretty educated guess about whether or not Shadow's going to be around. Yeah, I mean, I can't see her not at least appearing once or twice. I mean, there's only two episodes left, but when, uh, you know, when Slade and Oliver show down, I can't imagine she's not a part of that. And obviously, you know, you can't say. (laughs) um, Now, do you still watch the show? Yeah, I do, actually. I do. I was was very, very, very sad um, watching the last episode. No spoilers, so I won't say. Yeah. yeah, so I do. I do watch the show, and um, yeah, and I'm still in contact and in touch with all of the actors and actresses. So it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, we actually. I still uh, feel like I'm a <laughs> We actually. Uh... I saw we we had uh, James Bamford on a couple months ago, but I had seen on Twitter that he was actually out in Hong Kong not too long ago, and he's making his way around. I think he went to Taiwan after that. Thailand. Uh, he actually just okay. left yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he just left yesterday. He he came to Hong Kong. He was staying with me, and I took him to um, some film sets um, in Hong Kong, like the Chinese martial arts film sets, because Tony Jaw is a friend of mine from um, our last movie together. And, um, yeah, we went and checked out checked out um, SPL, which is one of the films that are being filming out here, uh, being filmed out here. 
and um, introduced him to Ken Lowe and Mickey Lee. Mickey Lee directed and did the um, action choreography for my first film, Legendary Assassin, as well as all the Rush Hour and Jackie Chan films, and Ken Lowe was in Drunken Master. So it was a really cool kind of exciting time for um, Bam Bam. We watched (laughs) Ongbak with Tony. (laughs) At, at a house house get together, so it was, sure that was surreal. Like it was, yeah, it was surreal. We went to the Bruce Lee Museum, and it was fun, definitely fun. But he just left. He's going to Thailand to train in Muay Thai. So um, yeah, so I'll see him hopefully in July. <laughs> yeah, um, as as Adam said, we had the chance to talk to to James um, not too long ago, a couple months ago. Uh, he was really awesome to talk to. We had a, we had a great time talking to him, and he told us during one of the interviews you had mentioned Bruce Lee that uh, he, Bruce Lee was somebody he would have loved to have worked with. Uh, any idea on if he's jealous at all that your father was actually able to work with Bruce Lee? I don't think he was jealous. I mean, he met my father while he was here, and and they like they had such a good laugh and so much to talk about between him and Tony and my dad. Um, so maybe, maybe a little, but you know, Bam Bam's a young guy. If he were a little older then you know, he, who knows, he probably would have worked with them. I mean, James is such an incredibly, incredibly talented, um, fight coordinator and he's so passionate about, about fighting and stunts. So if he had come to Asia around that time, I I would, I would not doubt that he would, he would have met him. Oh yeah, but. Ben and I always say to each other how uh, kick-ass the, the fight scenes and the stunts are on the show Arrow. Yeah, it's definitely cool. So, uh, Well, I know we're, we're running uh, towards the end of the interview, but usually before we wrap up our interviews, what we like to do is we like to ask what we call our rapid-fire questions. Basically, it's, it's just a couple questions Adam's going to ask you. They're very simple. You don't have to go into any detail. You can just ask, you know, you can just answer with whatever the first thing that comes to your head. They're just a couple questions to get to know you a little better. Okay, sure. <laughs> All right, and the first one, uh, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Green tea. Ooh, I've Ooh, never, never had ha- Yeah, I've never had that. Yeah. To try and find some. Oh, you should try it out. Really good. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you could switch places with one person for a day, who would it be? A dude. <laughs> a guy? <laughs> Yeah, some guy, absolutely. It's, it's I would not, love to be a guy for a day. It's not that interesting, trust me. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you love to be a girl for a day and see no. where that's like? <laughs> not really. No? Yes, yeah, no. that's why I want to be a guy. See, you guys have it so easy and good and awesome. Yeah, although... It's so convenient. And... <laughs> that is true, although I wouldn't mind, I guess, the attention. Uh, you know, girls get much more attention than guys do. That's not true. I think it's pretty equal. But probably guys are a little more forthcoming than women are. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, all right, third one. What's your favorite pizza topping? Ooh, um, that's a hard one. My favorite pizza to- I think it would be basil and just tomato, like margarita. Oh, okay. That's that's always a good choice. Um, last one for you, and then we'll let you get on with your day, go you know, eat your breakfast since <laughs> you're 12 hours ahead of us. Uh, what's one piece of technology... Uh, today that you wouldn't be able to live without? Uh, unfortunately, it's my phone. <laughs> yeah. And actually, I've been, I've, been having, I've been having a complete technological failure recently. Um, last night, I have dis- I've discovered that my phone went dead, my MacBook Air went dead, my MacBook Pro went dead, <laughs> and my hard drive went dead all wow. at the same time. So that's, that's bad I luck. don't even know how that happened. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Is it a, an Apple phone too? It seems like all your Apple stuff is is breaking down. No, I, I use a Samsung. I have a Note three, but um, that's what I use. But yeah, the rest are all Apple. Yeah, I have a Note three. Note threes are awesome. Yeah, I love. That I used phone. to have an iPhone, and then once I changed over, I couldn't. I couldn't go back to iPhones. Wow, really? I have an iPhone, so I might have to check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's really cool. But if your question to me was, you know, what's the coolest gadget you've seen recently? <laughs> is um, the helicopter drone um, camera, high def camera. Those are so cool. Have you seen those? Uh, yeah, I've uh, seen them before. Yeah, I heard of them. I don't think I've seen one in action though. They're so yeah, they're so cool. You just like put it up in the air. You can spy on everybody, and then it lands back um, where where it took off from. Um, oh, if really cool. you know, if it runs out of batteries or whatever, but those are so cool. You can do some crazy filming with that. Yeah, well, that now, is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, now I know what to put on my next Christmas list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> there you go. Cool. All right. Well. Well, Selena, we definitely want to thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we want to point everybody in the direction of your Twitter page and definitely encourage people to follow you on Twitter, at uh, Selena Jade. Uh, they can follow you on Instagram, at Selena Jade as well. And, of course, we want to direct people to watch uh, Arrow every Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock Central on the CW Network. Uh, Selena, thanks again for joining us. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to meet you guys and have a wonderful evening on the East Coast. And um, I hope you guys have a great week to, to come. Yeah. Have, have a good day. day. Right. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right, guys, check us out, www.nextlevelradioonline.com. Listen to us live every Sunday night, 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and we will see you around the bend. Thanks.